Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. What is up, Thunder fans? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. Welcome in to another episode of Topic Thunder. This is a blend of a game recap and the weekly. I am your host and only person on this podcast today, uh, Matt Tierney at Prime Neurons. Everyone else is either about to have a baby or taking care of babies or taking care of people a little bit older than a baby. So... Life just gets in the way, and me, I don't have any babies or any children because I'm not as responsible as every other person in this unit. So you know what? I have the courtesy of telling you all about one of the best performances I could have ever imagined from this Thunder Squad against the Golden State Warriors, winning by a measly 28 points 120 to 92. And let me tell you, 28 points, that's a disappointing lead given the fact that they were up by over 40 in the fourth quarter. Just completely destroyed the Golden State Warriors. Yes, you heard me correctly. The Golden State Warriors with D'Angelo Russell, Stephen Curry, and Draymond Green. Three All-Stars couldn't even come close to this squad with a 34-year-old point guard who's aging rapidly and everyone else who's pretty much as young as you can get. I I can't even, I'm still in shock. I, I can't believe what I saw and I loved it the whole way. Everyone was making buckets all of a sudden out of nowhere, including Terrence Ferguson, which we'll get into in a minute, who hadn't made a bucket at all this season yet up until today. Shooting was just good all around. We outscored, We did everything better than them. We shot 56% from the field as opposed to their 33%. We shot 47% from three to their, this is not a joke, 15% from three-point range. Stephen Curry's team, Stephen Curry, the greatest shooter of all time, his team shot 15%. I can't, I don't even know what to say. Fast break points, we dominated 18 to 3. Our largest lead ended up being 42. We outscored their bench 49 to 40. We beat them in the paint 46 to 40. We out assisted them 24 to 17. Everything, everything went our way today. And boy, oh boy, I cannot wait to tell you 
all of the stats from everybody today as we hook up the TiVo. You don't need to explain to me why you need TiVo. All right, we start in the first quarter and things just got hot as soon as as soon as the ball was tipped. Gallinari was on his ish today. He made every shot at the beginning and started off making the first eight points for us. He just drained three after three, made his free throws, did everything right, did everything to give us those sweet, sweet assets come trade time. And uh, I, I love to see it. He was hot. And then right after that, after that eight-point streak by Gallinari himself, Terrence Ferguson made his first shot, none other than a three assisted by SGA. We are off to an 11-3 and three start, and man, oh man, things could not be rolling any better. The Warriors just continued to play incredibly poorly, getting uh, just bad passes that weren't even tipped. They are throwing the ball away out of bounds. I think Curry made a, a cross-court pass that flew over the guy's head into the stands. They were just all over the place from the get-go. And it, I, I can't tell. I, I'm going to say this often throughout this whole uh, recap. I kinda cannot explain to you how amazing it was to see all of this unfold before my eyes, thinking full well that we were going to lose this game. In the end, we ended up beating this uh, this quarter out handedly, winning 35 to 20 in the first quarter. Uh, Paul George capping it off with his uh, or Paul George. Oh my God, Chris Paul, that was a Freudian slip if I ever saw one. Chris Paul made a three to cap it off to end it 35 to 20. Second quarter, literally same old, same old. Uh, Noel with an incredible. Incredible alley-oop dunk from a very great pass by Dennis Schroeder off of the baseline. It was just great to see, especially, you know, how I feel about Nerlens, who has not had a great uh, season so far, but that was something that I enjoyed to watch. Uh, another person that really made a statement here was uh, Diallo. He got some really good minutes in. He took, up, took a couple uh, three-point shots. Uh, some of them went in, actually, believe it or not. But uh, it was a, it was perhaps a little bit too confident. But given the way this game played out, I'm totally fine with that. Um, and in the end, we just continued to roll. We out competed. We outscored them 35 to 17 this time. So we expanded our lead even more than the first quarter. And at this point, it was 70 to 37. Nearly doubled their points by the half. Uh, ended up shooting 9 of 17 in that half, as opposed to the Warriors 3 of 19 from three-point range. Gross. I'm pretty sure most of those were from Steph himself, so pretty much anyone other than Steph could not shoot the ball. And that was the great thing to see, especially when Steph had to come out in the second quarter. The defense just was licking their chops ready to go because nobody else seemed to have any offensive abilities Except for D'Angelo Russell, a couple times we drove to the basket. Anyone else was com seemed completely incompetent. They just don't have any other weapons. So, man, that was just... Whew, I love to see it. The second half, I'm not going to break down too much because it was literally just the same old, same old. Um, 
the Warriors shot even worse from three. They went two of 14 in this half as opposed to our six and 15 from three point range. Uh, they just, they just took a lot of shots to 17 of 38 overall from the field as opposed to our 12 of 18. Like the efficiency there is pretty astounding. And, and I mean, the lead shrunk a little bit, but that was just because in the fourth quarter, we started playing our, our C squad, uh, Abdel Nader got plenty of minutes, 12 to be exact and ended up making a three point shot. I want to just acknowledge that real quick for any of the Abdul Nader's Abdul Nader haters in the room. So you can suck it. He can shoot. Went one of two from three. Uh, and saw a little bit of minutes from uh, Deontay Burton as well. He only got one shot in, but it was also a three-point shot. So basically you can assume anyone who shot a three-pointer, at least one went in today. It was, uh, man. The only person actually who didn't make a shot from three who actually took one was Justin Patton and surprisingly Mike Muscala went 0 for 2 from three only played seven minutes which was also at the end of the game uh yeah everyone else made one who attempted a, a three-point shot so overall just an absolute routing of the Golden State Warriors oh by the way D'Angelo Russell got ejected which is also really fun to see there was just there was just a bit of everything in this game that all of it combined was a perfect a perfect afternoon a perfect sunday afternoon watching a thunder team with no expectations completely demolish a quote-unquote playoff contender in the golden state warriors they just didn't look like they knew what they were doing together they had no chemistry they had nothing going on together and what makes it even sweeter is that those excuses about no chemistry we've lost our all-stars etc etc those are the exact same excuses we have. We've gone through a major shift in the offseason, and despite all of that, we still crushed them. With a less talented team on paper, we crushed them. Ugh. I love, I love, 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 love to see it. So yeah, overall, fantastic game. 120-92. Demolished. Annihilated. Destroyed. Murdered any synonym you want to use there. That's what we did to the Warriors tonight. Uh, and it just felt so good. Not only because it was the first win, but the first win was against that team. You'll love to see it. You'll love to see it. So that's all I got for the TiVo. I want to make a quick statement here and just uh, provide a formal apology to any Topic Thunder listeners who were expecting a game recap of the Wizards game on Wednesday. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, on Friday, today's Sunday. Friday night, I had all plans to do a recap. Uh, I had a busy day that day. I had given a presentation at work, came back home, had a, uh, a beverage that uh, made me very sleepy and ended up falling asleep before the game ended and did not wake up until late the next morning and just it never I never got around to doing the recap and so now now it's time for the next recap which I'm also doing and uh, you know I just figured who wants to hear a recap about a game in which we lost to the Washington Wizards just after the fact when the Golden State Warriors got annihilated who wants to hear about that Wizards game when we want to hear about the Golden State game 
So I am optioning to not discuss it as much. We lost um, basically the same type of offensive performance as you saw in the first game. Uh, same thing as the second game. And perhaps when we get the whole crew together for our next weekly, someone might have some notes on that. But I just didn't because I, I didn't see the game and the highlights that I saw the next day weren't that interesting. So I apologize to anyone expecting a Washington Wizards recap. I will do better in the future. This is my formal apology to you all. Please forgive me. So with that said, it is time to get to our player of the game for tonight. Now, if you've been following along, you might have noticed a trend in which one uh, player by the name of Shea Gilgis-Alexander has been getting pretty much every player of the game so far. But tonight, we're going to switch it up a little bit, and we have ourselves a surprise player of the game, someone you wouldn't expect and that is Dennis Schroeder. And Steve is going to probably be banging his phone against some sort of hard object at this point because I'll be pronouncing his name quote-unquote incorrectly uh, for the next few minutes as I discuss his stats. But you know what? That's, that's the way I pronounce it. And you got to get used to it. So Dennis Schroeder tonight, 22 points. 9 of 13 shooting and 1 of 2 from 3. Six, re six assists, 8 rebounds, and 4 steals. Made all of his free throws. A plus 27 in the box score. Just looked like a totally different person from the first two games, which his shooting was atrocious, which I can say for pretty much anyone on this team that had a bad performance in the previous two games. But his especially, coming off of the bench, he just played like a true starting point guard that he is capable of being. And, you know, I want to see that because I want to see come trade time, he's proving himself to be worthy of a contender because I have all, I anticipate he will be leaving since he does not have any plans of sticking around for any type of rebuild. He's not on that timeline. Um, so I want to see him do well because then that means we can trade him and get some better assets like like we're seeing with Gallinari as well. So, Dennis Schroeder, you are tonight's player of the game. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I, I get a know. bonus? <laughs> That'll be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. I mean, yeah. Whatever. All right. Well, that does it for our game recap of the Golden State Warriors. A couple other things for this combined recap plus weekly. I thought it might be nice to do a quick grading of the Thunder roster this first week. We had games against the Jazz, the Wizards, and now the Warriors. And how did they rank up together in terms of grades from A to F? So this will just be my personal opinion. Feel free to share your opinions at our Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. If you believe I am atrociously wrong, I am all yours because obviously all of these things I'm about to say are perfectly accurate and merit no criticism whatsoever. So, first of all, we just have to start with 
in my opinion, the best player by far on this team. Shea Gilgis Alexander, A plus in my ranking. He is as good as you can expect. He's averaging 24 points a game on 52% shooting, 38% from three. 38% is something you'll take with this guy right now. He's not known to be a long range shooter, but on five attempts a game, five plus attempts a game, that's something you will take. And defensively, he's averaging one steal and 1.7 blocks. I mean, there's aside from his free throw percentage, which has not been great, about 60%, that's everything has been exactly what you want. And even in the losses, like Steve said on the recap for the Utah Jazz game, even if we lose, as long as our young players play well and competitively, that's honestly like the second best option instead of a win. At least you lose and play competitively and your young players show some potential. And that's what Shea has been doing despite the two losses this week and including today. Uh, he was he made his career highs in the first two games in a row with 26 and then 28. He dipped a little bit today with a measly 19 PU. Uh, but nevertheless, he, he's been proving himself day in and day out. A-plus for my man SGA. Next down on the grading system with a solid A is Danilo Gallinari, the man who has been proving himself to be a nice piece for a, a national or national championship contending team come trade season. He is averaging 20 points on 11 shots a game, 53% from the field, and a 47% from three. He has been shooting lights out, including today. He was on fire. That, that three-point percentage probably went up quite a bit after tonight's game. Averaging, a, or he's a plus minus 9.7, a plus 9.7, I should say, in the box score. And has been one of the more impactful players on the court with SGA. Now, coming in at a nice A minus, next up on the list, is the, the elderly point guard, the point god, the leader of this team. As far as experience is concerned, Chris Paul, CP3, averaging 12 points, 41% shooting, but 53% from three on 3.7 attempts. He's actually been shooting much more efficiently than I thought he was. Um, with uh, four point, or excuse me, three assists and 4.3 rebounds. Uh, pretty interesting to see how high his rebounds have been. Um, A minus because. Aside from the nice three-point percentage, his stats overall have been a little bit lower than I expected. I kind of saw him coming in as like an 18 points per game, um, like six assists type of player. He's been a little bit below that in both fronts, but he hasn't shown anything bad. Like I haven't, I haven't seen anything from him that's been concerning, both on and off the court, because off the court, I think people had some concerns as well. He's been... A perfectly good point guard for what we expected him to be. Just a little bit below what you would expect. Hence the A-. minus. Now, next up is someone who was given a C- minus before today. But given his incredible performance against Golden State, he has been bumped up to a solid B. And that is Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. 
who I'm still going to pronounce that way till the end of time. And I will have to make that claim every time I say his name, but so be it. He is shooting pretty poorly still, despite his great performance today, which is why he's got a B. Shot 25%. Uh, you know what? We're going to bump him down. We're going to bump him to a B-. minus. I don't like the shooting performance now that I'm looking at it. He's got 11 points per game, but he's shooting 25% from three on 2.7 attempts and 40% even on 12 shots a game. So that's just not mm, that's just not good. But he is averaging six rebounds a game, kind of semi-Russell Westbrook uh, type of uh, performance on the glass, 4.3 assists as well. And also 1.7 steals. He leads the, leads the team in steals this year. Uh, probably a lot of that came from tonight when he got four steals. So that average might be a little bit high, but nevertheless, a B minus performance from Dennis Schroeder. And then we'll quickly go over the last mm, five or six that I'll talk about. We're not going to get to all, the entire roster. Hamadou Diallo, uh, he's, he's been interesting. He's been better than I thought he was going to be, but my expectations were really low this year i actually didn't think he was going to do much same with terrence ferguson and he's basically so with diallo he's basically gone right to my expectation level which was about a c and so i'm going to give him a c terrence ferguson has been a little bit below that before tonight he was going to be well below that expectation because he had basically not made a shot all year uh or all season from the last or from the first two games, I guess. But tonight, he really went off, so his grade got bumped up quite significantly. I kind of saw him as also a C player. He was a little bit below that, so I'm going to give him a C-. And Terrence Ferguson's one of those guys where I'm at the point now where I think he needs to kind of show what he's he's got. I don't think we can just wait anymore for him to just keep developing. Year three is kind of a, a year where you've got your feet in on your your feet underneath you you're you've figured out you know how to play in the nba how to develop how to work on your game and if we don't see a lot of improvement this year i don't know how much more we're going to see in years four or five and six so there's always possibilities that he jumps later on in his career but it's just not as likely so i hope he gets i hope this is an, uh, the, tonight was a better representation of what we're going to see from him in the future. Now, Darius Baisley was a guy I also was not high on, but only because he is 19 years old, and you should not have that many expectations on a 19-year-old unless their name is Zion. Um, and he's also kind of lived up to that and sort of been higher than that. I mean, he's getting a fair amount of rebounds for the minutes he's playing. He's shooting about what I would expect, uh, 44 from the field, 33% from three. So for a rookie, a C minus also is in the rookie scale, I would say he's an A, but overall on this roster, he is a C minus. So take that as you will. And then finally, the last two I'm going to talk about, Muscala and Noel. Whew, I hate to say this as a Noel fan. Both of these guys have been really bad. Like Noel, especially, he's only averaging three points a game, getting three rebounds a game, and 0.7 blocks a game on 28, or excuse me, on um, 11, no, on nine minutes a game. 
So the fact that he's got less minutes than Mike Muscala and Abdel Nader, despite being, a, you know, his second year with this team, is pretty telling about how poorly he's been playing. And also in preseason, he just looks so bad. He just doesn't look like he's... The motivation is gone, and my theory is that now that we're not really competing for what he wants, which is obviously probably going to be a national title, uh, I don't think he's really into it. And to be honest, I think he's going to be out the window too, just because I don't think we're going to get any value from him if he's not playing the way he should be because he doesn't care. I mean, if you think about his situation, he's getting paid like well below what he's worth on a team that's not going to be competing anytime soon. So why would he want to do anything, you know? So I get, my guess is he's going to go to Los Angeles, the Lakers. And, uh, you know, I don't think we're going to see much better from him anytime soon just because of the reasons I already stated. So Muscala and Noel both get a solid D. Uh, Muscala, I'm going to give Noel a D minus Muscala a D. So just overall, just not good performances from either one of them. A little bit disappointing, but, you know, that's the way it goes sometimes. So that's my ratings for the first week. And to cap it off, I think we're going to end this with a few Twitter questions. Hey, guys, uh, Matt from the future. Uh, we have a quick ad before we get to Twitter questions, so do not be alarmed if you hear someone other than my voice. All right, back to the program. I'm Michael, the host of the semi-monthly podcast in a city like yours. Join me as I chat with interesting people with interesting life stories. You can listen to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. You can follow us on Twitter at IACLYS Podcast, as well as on Facebook and Instagram at In a City Like Yours Podcast. Please feel free to let me know what you think and keep coming back for the many interesting stories in a city like yours. Our first Twitter question comes from at TRush21. And he has a he has a double whammy here. He says, first question, is the Golden State Warrior OKC rivalry officially done? And two, is this win more indicative of OKC's talent or how far Golden State has fallen post KD Clay? Now, as far as the second question, I actually think it is more about Golden State. I think they have no idea how to play together without those two. And I think I think it's more indicative of Steph's ability to play as a, as the star player without any support. And I'm probably overreacting here and probably cause I don't like Steph that much, but I mean, he just, he didn't know what to do. And it's not like it's the first, it's not like they knew. Well, I guess what I should say is that they knew going into the season, what their situation was. He had all the time in the world after KD got traded to kind of plan for what his game was going to be as these, you know, the main guy without any other options like a KD or Clay to go to. So the fact that he played that poorly against, I mean, Oklahoma City is a rebuilding team. 
This isn't like the Milwaukee Bucks or the Philadelphia 76ers who are like actively going for a national title. This is a team with a very aging point guard and aside from that, a very, very young squad. I guess Danilo is another old guy. But overall, they're not planning on doing anything great. They're not planning on doing what the Golden State Warriors are planning on doing. So the fact that they lost that badly says more about Steph than I think it does anything else. And regarding your first question, I think the rivalry was done as soon as Kevin and Russ left. I think that was pretty much the entirety of that rivalry. I honestly don't think there's any tension anymore. It's just, you know, it's nice to see them beat that team as well as they did just because of the history there, but the people involved in that history are gone. So to me, it was sort of like, it was satisfying in in a sense of we beat the Warriors, but it wasn't the same. Like it would have been, if we had done that last year, it would have been way more, I would have been way more excited and pumped up about it. I'm still pumped up, but just not as much. So I, I think short short answer is, unfortunately, yes, the rivalry is done for now. So our other question we'll read tonight comes from at ICSGA. He says, how long till we start talking about Shea as MP- MIP, most improved player? The talking starts now. I have already started it. And I believe, in my opinion, that this race has, if it ended today, would be between Brandon Ingram and SGA. By far the best-looking players um, relative to, to their last year's performance. Brandon Ingram is, like, top five in scoring right now, I think, and SGA is not far behind him. He's at least top ten. Might be a little bit lower after today, but... Those two have it locked as of right now. And it's up, I mean, it's their, it's their award to lose. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some changes. We're only three games into the season, 79 to go. But those two have it, in my opinion. So that's my answer. So this is a short, short little recap weekly. It always is if you've got one person on the pod, but. Thank you all for interacting with us and providing some questions and, you know, just just having a good time. Um, If you haven't already followed us on Twitter, you can find us at OKC Topic Thunder. Uh, We will be posting every game uh, live tweeting uh, and hopefully we will definitely have a recap for the rest of the games this season. That is that is my promise to you. This was a one time mistake. It will not happen again. So expect full game recaps and live tweeting for every game for the rest of the season at OKC Topic Thunder. And look out for some more merch. If you haven't already, uh, go to bigheadsmedia.com and type in Topic Thunder in the search bar and you can find some of our merch there that has been released. We are planning on releasing an SGA shirt as well as um, perhaps a Darius Baisley shirt. In the meantime, we've got a lot of merch ideas and the work. So go to bigheadsmedia.com and type in Topic Thunder to see all of those as they are released. And we'll also post them to Twitter. Um, and if you get some merch, be sure to uh, tag us and we will definitely retweet you uh, because we love when uh, we're supported by our fans. So thank you for that. Speaking of support, if you want to give us a five star rating on iTunes, please do so. 
and leave us a kind rating and it will warm our hearts um, and, you know, just make us smile. So please, please do that if you have a little bit of time. Um, so with that, I'll sign off. Again, thank you all for your support and thanks for listening. Um, we will be back tomorrow, actually, with the Houston Rockets. It will be the return of Russell Westbrook. It will be at Houston, so he won't be in Oklahoma City, but it will be the return of Westbrook to face the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder for the first time in his career. It will be interesting to see that dynamic. And I think I will be on that pod with, or excuse me, the recap pod with, uh, I think um, Dylan at Thunder Chats will be joining me. So stay tuned for that. We will be giving you all of the recap as well as anything else that happens along the way. Along the way. So stay tuned. And with that, have a great evening or a great morning or a great afternoon whenever you're listening to this. And thunder up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.